Frazier and Maestro styles, you know we got one Right back like we left some We don't duck smoke, we want all of it So line them up, Trey shot with the blade, you know we sizing it up I'm quick to catch the fade, you know styles making the cut Cause we coming out clean every time that we showing up It's gonna be called The Barbershop Hey, yo, what's good? What's good, everybody? Welcome back. Happy holidays to everybody. Uh, this is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, thanks to everybody watching us live right now on our YouTube channel, on our Twitter handle at Barbershop SPOR2, and our Facebook page and our Twitch channel as well. Um, I'm Trey Frazier, and that's my brother, Maestro Styles, over there. Yo, yes, sir. What what's happening, man? Happy hey. holidays to you. Happy holidays, bro. Um, so how, how'd it go, man? How'd, how'd it go this past hey, holiday weekend, man? Glad it's over. Kids good. Um, I got a book that I'm gonna read. Uh, they got me a book. Uh, you know, I you know, I, I'm patting myself on the back that in the past, let's say 18 months, I have officially become a reader. Um, you know, like I read I read pretty much five, five to six days out of the week now. And better than uh, me. Yeah, no, nah, I not nah, like I, I I'm gonna post my the books I read in the past eighteen months. Nothing like super complicated. Just I, mm-hmm. I wanted to become a reader, and I am officially a reader, so I'm proud of myself. So my kids got me a book that I'm not interested in reading, but they it was a well thought out gift. So I'm gonna read it just because it was a well it was a well thought out gift. So um you know shout out to the kids. Um got the drink with the uncles. You know you know normal normal hush not hood shit but family shit. <laughs> You know what nah, I'm saying? Nah, keep it at that hood shit, yeah. nigga. <laughs> you know, it, but it was good times, man. It was good times. I mean, I, 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 I think you had a way more, uh, a way more exciting, for lack of a better term, exciting uh, holiday time. Ooh, man, it was fun. It, it was fun. Our first time on the West Coast in California. Um, couple quick shout outs to, um, you know, my cousin Philando. You met. Philanda yeah. several times um you know she's been living out there for about i think five years now uh, um got married last year uh shout out to the homie norman um for prepping all the food and the house the hospitality and all that stuff and i told you you know a lot of us went you know from mom to the aunts uncle cousins and all that and my grandmother traveled with us as well so um, it was it was a fun trip, man. It was a lot of you know sightseeing being done. Um, as you know, we went to the 49ers Ravens game on Christmas night. That was a whole lot of fun. Um, didn't get a chance to run into some of the people that I, you know, we you know we had on the podcast. Yeah. Um, shout out to the NFL chick. She was there. Yeah, I saw um, she was some there. of her folks. Yeah, 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 she was there with her folks, but uh, we didn't get a chance to you know cross paths and stuff and. Um, and my guy Rod that we had on the show, big 49ers fan, um, he was there as well. But, you know, we, you know, we had to catch a ride home from the stadium real quick before we even was able to get to the area where he was at. So, um, but all in all, man, the, the experience was a, it, it was a great experience um, being at that stadium. And, you know, obviously us getting the dub, you know, was far, far important, impressively. I, I may add, after a lot of media didn't give us any shot this week, um, did you did you happen to see uh, Mike Florio's? Uh, I guess his little yeah. two minute 
I mean, I, I saw parts of it. I don't. I, I'm not gonna sit here and act like I remember verbatim what was said. I mean, I do remember. Um, I do remember le- uh, leaving, watching it, and leaving with like, all right. I mean, yeah. I mean, he definitely didn't get, give them a chance of winning, but I didn't feel like he. I mean, I didn't feel like he said nothing disrespectful. He um, said we. He said the Ravens are gonna get the dog shit kicked out of us. The 49ers were gonna. Oh, I didn't hear that. That's what he said. That's what he said. That's what he said. All right, but even if he said that, like, that's not crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not crazy to say. Even, like, not not because I think that 49ers are so much better than Baltimore. That's not my point. Mm -hmm. My point is that if you have an opinion about a game, like, that's not, Mm -hmm. like, you know, like, I don't know. Um, I think it's crazy. I think it's crazy when you got, and and somebody said it, this was maybe – and, and I guess it's records. It's, it's it was eleven and three versus yeah, eleven and three. It was number one seed versus number one seed. It was and a bad that, take. I, I, not to cut you off. It was a bad yeah. take, but I don't think it was a crazy take. Is more what I'm getting at. I mean, okay. I didn't I didn't think it necessarily warranted. Uh, and, and you know, look, man, I ain't telling Lamar Jackson. Look, for all intents and purposes, he the MVP this year. But um, you know, I'm not. I, I mean, if that's what you use as, as part of chalkboard, or if that's you know. I mean, obviously right. he felt a way about it, you know. Right, what I'm saying? and the like, Ravens felt a certain way, like sure. certain, like Kyle Hamilton came out and felt a certain way about yeah. it, and was like, okay. And then after the game, Lamar, you know, had some words for you know Mike Florio in right. the press, which I was kind of surprised he kind of went you know that route to do it. But you know, props respect. to him for you know respecting to do respect. that. I mean, um, yes, I, I don't have a problem with what Mike Florio said, nor do I have a problem with how Lamar responded. Um, yeah. You know, it, it was a bad take. I mean, I don't think anybody looking at both of these teams thought that somebody was going to be dominated. Um, right. You know, so. Right. Yeah. Like it, it was a it was a bad take. And I, and I think the and and maybe it was just to get the clicks and all maybe. that stuff. Like he but, said, like Lamar Jackson said. Right. Maybe it was just to get all that. But maybe but, he really felt that way. You know, again, if he really felt that way, I it was a bad take. Yeah, it, yeah, it's definitely a bad take because it's not it's not based on anything that you see on film, right? Like the 49ers, and I said it, I, I said it going into the game. We're playing the best team in the league. Like I, I said that all week. Yeah. 49ers, the way they was humming, they was the best team in the you know, best team right. in the league. Right. And us and us coming in after beating Jacksonville, after beating the Rams in sort of comeback fashion, and even quite Frankly, the entire season that we've had up to this point, I felt like we can play with these guys. Yeah. And even if it's a three point, four point loss, I could deal with that knowing if we get to the Super Bowl and that same team is there, that we could get them the second time. Yeah. But to say we're going to get the dog shit kicked out of us, I don't know that you say that about a matchup that's heavyweight versus heavyweight. But why do you feel like he can't say that? Like, like, I mean, do you just because feel it's, like because he, it's not because it's not based on anything that he's seen I mean, on I mean, film? Yeah, but clearly, clearly, a lot of people make sports takes that have nothing to do with what they see. Sure, just, but because but but sure, but I can I can still say, hey, if you're if you're saying if you're saying that, at least tell me, okay, what do you see on film that makes you think we're gonna you know we're, we're gonna get blown out? Because yeah. none of our games, none of our games this season warrants that kind of like prediction you, you know what i'm saying no, none of our games and even outside on the 49ers of, side i mean outside of the fact that he just felt like 
that's what was going to happen this game. Again, it don't have to like that's the thing about sports takes. I think we I think we take this shit. A I, little, I think you've given them a little more like and and I get it. You said it's a bad take. I, it's I, a bad, I get it's just a bad, a bad take, but like like for people feeling like he deserved uh 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 smoke outside of him having a bad take. It's it's kind of crazy. Like niggas have crazy niggas have bad takes all the time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like like I you know like it, it's that it wasn't there was no personal attacks. There was no like like my nigga. Sure, it was a bad, it I was get a, it. It was a terrible take. I, I, sure, I, I get it. Uh, he can um, say what he wants. He I think it was a little. I think it was a yeah. It was a little bit on like we we've had we've had bad takes. Me and you have had very bad takes. Of that course, we, you know that we stand on. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it just is what it is. Like, yeah. Did you feel that way prior to the game? After did he I, said it? Did I oh, you didn't what? even, you didn't even realize he said it. You, I, never I didn't, yeah, I, I didn't realize he said it until Lamar Jackson did his press. Got you, got yeah. you, got you. So, never mind. So I went, never I went mind. looking to see what he said. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For whatever reason, he was super excited about the 49ers. Look, I don't know what it was. Um, you know what I'm saying? Hey. Look, again, the Niners have been, they've, they've, Played some dominant games. They beat some good teams. They 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 dominated Dallas earlier in the year. They dominated what, the Eagles earlier in the year. As bad as a take as it was, I I think I respect more that he jumped out the window that way. Mm. Yeah. I, like I I he on an island by himself. And that's baby. cool. But if yeah. he was, but then, but then if he would have been right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, then of he, course, if you know, of course, right. if he was right, then of course so people the, gonna. You know, side with him and give him all the credit, of course. Right. So there's a, so there's okay. always that thing. I res- I respect people who jump out the window. It's not and again, it's not like he was disrespectful about it. He ain't disrespect nobody. He, he that's what he felt, maybe. Or if he did it for clickbait, or if he did it's it for click. I, I think I think it was just for clicks. Again, yeah. I, I mean nobody. I, I think nobody. Even if you even if you somebody like a Mad Dog Russo or a, a Skip Bayless or somebody that maybe says a lot of you know, crazy takes like, come on, like Mike Florio, like that's the, like, that's the first like real bad take I've ever heard him, you know, come out with. And I've heard a lot of bad takes from the other guys that I just mentioned. So I I think that's the part that that's surprising. I feel like you're not not even really an entertaining commentator. If you don't jump out the window every now and then, sometimes you just got to say some wild shit. I feel like I feel like I feel like I don't even know if it's for clicks. I don't believe that. I don't know. Let me say I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like every sports, anybody who has to talk about sports on a public platform, you kind of boring if you don't have these bad takes every now. These the, where you stand on it, like it's it's boring if you always playing the safe side. Like like niggas sometimes step no, out. I hate there. you. I hate you. Yeah, respect, respect my friend. It was a bad take. That's all. It was a bad take. Bad, and, bad take based on and, a lot. <laughs> and he also, and he also was like, "All right, I was wrong." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I know? saw. Yeah, all right, I, I was wrong. I, I, I saw. I, I, I saw. Yeah. Hey, congratulations, Mike Florio. You, you got a lot of people talking about you, bro. Hey, congrats. Man. If that if, if that was what. the agenda, that's that's. I'll congrats. Tell you what? I'm congrats. looking. I'm always looking. I'm always looking for a way to say some flagrant shit that I can stand on. I am. I'm always the, like as we're talking every episode, every single episode. I'm looking yeah. for some flagrant shit that I can say that I can actually stand on. Yeah. So whether right or wrong, my logic is there. I can stand on it. Mm-hmm. So hey, we I, got. Uh, no, I'm sorry. What, no, no, no I just said I respect it. That's all. Oh, okay. 
Um, we, we, we got a great show um, tonight. Uh, we got a really great special guest. Uh, Karita Parks covers the Washington Wizards, the Baltimore Ravens, the Mystics, and the WNBA uh, locally in the DMV. She's going to come on with us and talk about, you know, this Ravens team, talking about the Wizards and the relocation to Potomac Yard, something that I wanted to hold off for a couple of weeks now since she was out the one week mm-hmm. and you know I, I definitely wanted to get your side of you know everything that's going on with that for certain and definitely want to get her side of it too since she covers a team so um and she does cover um the ravens for buoy tv sports so i just want to throw that out there so okay. um so we'll, we'll have her on in about 10 minutes and you know talk that talk but in the meantime um sean payton hey I don't even want to go to the Sean Payton thing. Find a way to get Sierra. Find a way to get Sierra back home. That that that's that's where I'm at with it, man. Nah, Sean Payton. You nah, Sean Payton got to he got to be called out. He got to be called out. Um, what 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 is this? What is this? And that, let's be clear about something. It's 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 very clear that Sean Payton didn't fuck with Russell Wilson from the rip. From the beginning, something about when they, I, I guess something about when they met and they realized, and, and they, I, he realized immediately that this wasn't the quarterback, uh, mentally, maybe, yeah, that he, that he, that he wanted. Um, you know, he, the kissing babies comment early in the season. Um, I was, I was scrolling through, uh, Twitter and seeing now this nigga Jai, Jai talk like yelling at Russell Wilson nowadays. I saw like it, it's it's getting a little yeah in the in the uh, Lions game. Okay, yeah, like it's mm-hmm. getting a little it's getting a little crazy. And now they're benching a quarterback who's thrown for twenty six touchdowns and eight interceptions. Um, my nigga, there for for I don't even remember who the backup is, but um, uh, Jared Stidham. What same guy doing? that same guy that came in for uh, Derek Carr Derek last. Derek Carr, year. right? What are we doing? What are we doing? See, What's this it? is why. And and look, I I feel you, man. Um, Sean Payton, you want to give him the smoke and respect, rightfully so. Um, and, and and maybe because of what you said earlier that we knew from the jump that Russ wasn't his guy. This is probably why I'm not giving Sean Payton this much attention to it because it's like my my, my dude, like. Okay, we get it. You know what I mean? You, you you talked the talk. You talked about, like you said, the ba- you know, the whole we're not kissing babies, we're not gonna be let's ride, like this whole thing, like we we're gonna get this thing together. Um Sean Payton looked foolish earlier in the year, um, especially when he when his defense gave up 70 to the Miami Dolphins. They started out one and six. Yeah. I, I believe the record was one and five, one and six. And then, you know, we gave the Broncos all the praise during like a five game win streak. They got the seven and five or seven and six, I believe. Um, and by the way, this team is still in technically the technically there in the hunt for a wild card. Now mm-hmm. they, they, for me, they're done yeah. mm-hmm. after they lost to the Patriots. Right. I'm with you. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're done. Um, look, man, um, if I'm Russ, I, I talk to Sierra and I'm like, look, we gotta find a way to get you back home. Why do you? And it think makes, this and is it makes sense. Why do you because, think? This is- no, 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 no. Listen to me. Listen to me. The Falcons need a quarterback. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm looking ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm looking ahead because I think, I think with this 
benching for whatever reason he says this and forget the whole money thing. I know that's a that's a, a, a I guess a a thing where it's an injury incentive or something yeah. that the Broncos wanted to take out of the contract. Yeah. Look, yeah. y'all are not bringing Russell Wilson back next season. Like that benching decision told me, okay, they trying to get him up out of there. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking ahead. I'm I'm looking ahead. I'm looking at teams that need a quarterback. And I look at the Atlanta Falcons and I look at some of the talent in the skill positions. I look at the fact that they got B. John Robinson. They got a respectable defense. And if there's a team out there, and I know there's several others, I know I've, I've heard the Steelers as one team. Um, I, I don't know how you feel about that, but I've heard the Steelers as one of those teams. But for me, it's the Atlanta Falcons. They clearly need a quarterback. They benched their own guy yeah. just a week ago. They're yeah. starting Heineke. And it's clear to me that they're going to be in the market for a quarterback. And if Russ is on the street, or whether it's a trade or whether they cut him, that that's that's the spot. That, to me, the Falcons make sense. Yeah, I agree. I, I do agree that yeah, that would seem to be the that would be the spot, but it would be because Russell Wilson said so, and not because Sierra want to go home. Man, I want to be clear. I'm about using the that. Sierra thing yeah. for entertainment yeah. purposes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, I want to be clear that yeah, nigga, I don't, I, I don't. Hey, man, I. It's too much that 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 nice guy Sierra with a pants stigma. That or, or, or narrative, rather, that be getting painted around in certain conversations. I don't like it. Stop playing with my man Russell Wilson. Yeah, he a little nerdy, a little nice, I guess. I don't, I don't, I don't even want to call mm-hmm. it nerdy. But right. hey, man, hey, she good, man. She, she, she in the pocket, man. Stop playing with my man Russell Wilson. Um, and I, yeah, and shouting to Sean Pay. Look, because look, here's the thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um. They bought him in to compete in the AFC West. That's what that was the that yep. was the, the the reasoning. Yep. Who the hell is Sean Payton about to bring in next year? In your opinion, like how can this happen? Derek Carr. I mean, not Derek Carr. I'm sorry. Kirk Cousins is a free agent. I think they say. Mm-hmm. Um, but who else of of notoriety? Mm, they're not I, drafting a quarterback. Clearly, I, I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say they're they're gonna be too high in the. They're going to be somewhere in the middle to where they're yeah. not going to be able to get one of those guys. Right. Um, yeah, that's a good question, man. I, I I I don't know, man. And I would I would I would phrase the question this way: What are the Waltons? And the Waltons are the Walmart owners that own the Broncos, the new ownership group. Because yeah. this is, I I feel like yes, Sean Payton made the decision. Sean Payton is sort of the face of it. But the reality is, is that behind the scenes, I think this ownership group is pushing this whole, you know, bench Russell Wilson because of the contract situation with the injury incentive thing. Um, and, and, and by the way, they, they're on a fast track to being that franchise. That's like n- where niggas don't want to play at. Well, like, you know, kind of like what Carolina is. And like, let's be clear. The, niggas the don't want to play there. No way. Like it's not like yeah. that's a high market where people want to go. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So, you know, they're, they're falling so fast into that category of places or teams that you don't want to play for based on the decisions that they're making here. So um, I would phrase the question this way. What are the Waltons going to do? Because you're in the middle of the pack in this draft. You're, you know, you're, you're what are you, seven and eight? So you're going to be. GM? 
Um, I don't know who the GM is. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. I have, I have no idea who that guy is. Um, but what the fuck is he uh, gonna do? Because let's be clear yeah. about something. You pay, or uh, you know, you're gonna lose money cutting, uh, cutting Russell Wilson, and and if he yep. makes the roster, he's got to pay. March, they got to pay that money, right? They got to right. pay that. They yep. got to pay. I think it's like thirty-seven million. But then if you don't uh cut him by March, then I yeah. think it's like another thirty-eight or something crazy like that. My thing is is uh. Hey man, you bought this dude in, and you only gave him one year or two years mm-hmm. to to get it together. Like, and, and for all intents and purposes, whatever you didn't like about he was playing better under Sean Payton. He was mm-hmm. right, um, right. So it's like I, I don't know. I don't know what this personal vendetta is because that's what it seems like to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to end up Sean Payton, in my opinion, if they don't find a quarterback and turn this around next year and be competing. Yeah, for the uh, for the division, mm-hmm. um, Sean Payton and that GM got to, and I mean got to lose their job. They got to lose their mm-hmm. job. That's that's interesting. Um, I mean, got to lose their job again because even look, if, even if, and I got a question to back that up. Sure, and, and, and I and I and I and I hear where you're coming from. Even if it's the Waltons that are kind of making this decision, because I, I I really feel like it's them. Why do you feel I, like it's like, the owners outside of the general manager who's normally in charge of football operations? Because of the contract situation, because of if if this is about money, if this is about money, then it's beyond Sean Payton and maybe to a certain extent, the general manager. But it is the general's manager job to manage money. You know um, what I'm saying? It is no? the general job. It I is the that, general yeah, manager's I, job to manage money, but the ownership also has to see to it that okay you managing this money the way i would like you to manage this money you know it, it, it's it's up to them it's at the end of the day the ownership is going to look at the pocketbook and say okay you can spend this much money you can spend that sure. much um we can't we can't we only have this budget oh i don't like this clause in the contract you got to do something about that like yeah, okay. at the end of the day, it's the ownership's pocketbook that's I get being affected that. here. I get that, and you're right, but they would still, but but even in the terms of a scapegoat, mm-hmm. the GM got to get fired if you miss. Like you, you paid him a lot of money to mm-hmm. play quarterback. You wanted a star quarterback. That's what y'all wanted. Right. And so well, well, and and in, in defense, in defense of the Waltons, they weren't the owner when that deal was made with Seattle. Okay. Okay. In defense, so okay. they weren't the ones that pulled the trigger on the trade. It was the previous. It was the Bolins. The Bolins. Okay. It was. Okay. It was the Bolins that did it. So okay. I mean, look, all right, but that's still all right. That's still Russell Wilson, though. I'm sorry, I hear you. And no, and I got you. Saying, I got that's you. Still Russell Wilson. Though. I got you. And 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 because it's Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. uh, you know, do they recognize us, uh, Russell Wilson? That I mean, that's the real question. Then niggas gotta get fired if they don't know who that is. That's Russell Wilson, dog. Like, like, stop. See that that, that stop playing with Russell Wilson, dog. Like, stop playing with Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson. Like, he's still Russell Wilson. Yeah. Like, nah, I, I, get I, you. I get last year he was trash. This year he didn't kind of came back around. Like, stop. He was playing good this year. Too. He was good this year. You gotta give him an opportunity to build. A, you gotta give him an opportunity to cook. You ain't let him cook. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll pick this topic up uh, on the other side here. Let's uh, welcome in our guest, uh, Karina Parks, uh, covers the Washington Wizards, the Baltimore Ravens, the 
Washington Mystics here in the DMV, also for Bowie TV Sports. Uh, Karita, thank you so much for coming in. It's been a pleasure. And again, thank you for this time, too, because I know you're busy and covering the teams and everything like that. Um, happy holidays. How's everything going? Good. Happy holidays to you, too. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. No doubt. No doubt. Um, so let, let's start here. So you're from Duval County, Florida, and yeah. you, you relocated here in the DMV. So what, what was that journey was like? Ass. That's a hell of a move. Yeah. Yeah. For real. For real. Um, what, what went into that move? Was it, was it a career thing to decide you want to cover sports in the DMV? What, what was that journey like? Yeah, it was definitely a career thing, but I should probably start with how my career was at the time and kind of how I've gotten here. So my background is originally in PR and communications. Um, Always wanted to do journalism, but as life proceeded, I ended up going into the PR realm. And so at the time I was doing communications in Jacksonville. I was also, I had my own business on the side as well, where I was doing more sports PR. And I had an opportunity with my full-time job at that time to move to the DC area because they wanted to do more federal contracting, which you know is big here with all Mm -hmm. the government agencies. So I was like, you know, at that point in time, I was like, I was born and raised in Jacksonville. So I'm like, you know, if I don't like it, I can move back. Mm -hmm. Um, So... I ended up moving here and been here like what almost 10 years or so now. So nice. yeah, nice. and it's been a really good, good place to cover sports. So eventually I ended up transitioning more into the journalism side of things. And it really took off. And this is a great place to be if you want to cover sports. And um I don't regret it at all. It's worked out. That's what's up. Nice. That's what's up. So <laughs> talk to us about uh double take sports. Yeah, so Double Take Sports, that is my sports media company. We cover, specifically cover the Mystics and the Wizards through Double Take Sports. And then I also cover, you know, special events, um, all sports related, um, national events as I can, et cetera. So it's it's video content, it's interview interviews with athletes. And I was kind of inspired to start the company through my journey in sports mm-hmm. and just kind of being inspired along the way by other people who had independent companies, but there's not a lot of women with their own independent Mm -hmm. sports companies. So I wanted to be a conduit for uh, content creators of color specifically because Mm -hmm. it's more difficult for us in that world and the access that I have, I want to be able to help others who are serious about doing this, this kind of work. So that is the reason that I ended up starting Double Take Sports. And um, it's been, it's a lot of work, but but it's, I definitely don't regret it. And like I said, you know, for me, it's being inspirational to other women who are, who want to be in this uh, realm. And like I said, helping young content creators is like the ultimate goal. Uh, but I've been able to, you know, get my own access, which is important to yeah, yeah. to to what I do. For sure, for sure. So, uh, yeah, I mean, look, man, uh, anything 
that is easy probably ain't worth having so you know respect respect to the journey respect to the journey you covering the wizards and um look i'm a wizards fan so i'm i'm okay. le- i'm leaning on you right now <laughs> uh to a just kind of talk about the state of the wizards and b uh, uh can, if you can just give me a small glimmer of hope and something to hang my hat on i i i, I it, I know, I know that's tough. I know, I know. I might have something. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm all. Hey, Farida, just for just for context, okay. this guy this guy said that if Jordan Poole can average what? What'd you say? Twenty five points. Can average twenty five and, and Tyus Jones average, can average nineteen or something yeah, like that. We, I, that. Then I would be. Then we would be okay, regardless of our poorest defense. We would be okay if we can if we can score so if them three can score and everybody kind of just follows suit. A I was six seed in the East is what you're we're hoping for. That's what I was hoping for. For <laughs> for what in the East? Which number? Six uh, no, seed. Number that's six. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> that was my ceiling. So I'll be honest. Coming into this season, I knew it was going to be some growing pains. I mean. They don't they didn't want to say they were rebuilding. They were calling it retooling, but like let's just call it what it is. Like yeah. you're rebuilding at this point. Mm-hmm. But I did expect them to be more competitive. Yeah. And I think that that is where the biggest disappointment has been is they're just not as competitive that I think anybody thought they would be. Nobody thought they were going to, you know, go to the playoffs or even whatever the case may be. Except this guy. It was was a hope. Except this guy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, I understand the hope as a a fan. I understand the hope. Um, But as far as the state of the Wizards, like I said, I mean, the the reality is they're rebuilding. I don't think people anticipated Jordan Poole to struggle as much as he Mm -hmm. had struggled. He's getting better, so I don't want to say he's still struggling Mm -hmm. we're gonna see how it progresses i do feel as of late he's starting to come into his own but i don't think anyone anticipated such a slow start from jordan Poole. um i think tyus jones his i don't know if i would say he's i think he's been fairly consistent yeah 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 but i think jordan Poole uh definitely struggled being the guy now that he's not around like a draymond Mm -hmm. and clay thompson and like all eyes are on him during a game, I think he struggled with that a little bit. So, I mean, the Wizards are here and there showing improvement, but I just think we can expect this to be a rough season. Um, I think we can just expect this to be a rough season. I don't, I don't expect too much more improvement. As a matter of fact, we might see some trades before the trade deadline. Hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. If, Interesting. If They've been talking about Kuzma. They've been talking about Kuzma. Well, I don't know if they would trade Kuzma. Mm-hmm. But at this point, I feel like anything could happen. <laughs> yeah, right. Who was like the expected um, leader? Like, going into the season, who would you say was supposed to be the most expected leader of the players? Oh, definitely Kyle Kuzma. Mm-hmm. Definitely Kyle yeah. Kuzma. And, mm-hmm. and truth be told, I mean, he has shown leadership since he's since he joined the Wizards. Yeah. I mean, he's been a really good – he was a good leader. I would say – I'd say when Bradley Beal was here, Brad was more of that uh, lead by action, so to speak. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like Kuz is more of that vocal, a vocal leader mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. well as on the court. So, I, and I think he's doing what he can, but 
you know, the team just doesn't, it's just not stepping up to the plate as much as I think, like I said, anyone would have anticipated. What do you but, think the biggest thing is, the biggest issue is? I mean, these fourth quarter collapses. Mm -hmm. If you watch the Wizards, a lot of times they have been hanging in there. Mm -hmm. And then like the second half or the fourth quarter, they just break down defensively, the rebounding, missing shots. I don't know what some of it at one point were the lineups. Like I was yeah. really like, okay. That yeah, that's been Coach, my biggest. You've mentioned what, that much though. Yeah. Yeah. What's the thought process? Um so I think I think he's gotten better at figuring that part out, but that was definitely a huge problem. Uh, the, the first part of the season, I can't remember what game it was, but there was a game where I think it was Tyus Jones, Corey Kispert, Kyle Kuzma on the floor, and maybe one other person I can't think of. Mm -hmm. The Wizards were down. That group got like game momentum. The Wizards were within two points. And then I want to say Tyus Jones set the whole fourth quarter. I just don't understand if there's momentum, why do we move away from it? Right. Um, so some of it's been the some of it's been coaching. Love was on some junior, but some of it has been the coaching. And then um, like I said, just those collapses, which I don't know if I could really explain. <laughs> Analytics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's look at the analytics on that because I, yeah. I don't have any explanation. But if I can give you some hope, I don't know if it's hope for this season. Okay. Halal Kulabali has yeah. really been mm -hmm. developing this entire season. So that gives me hope because it does show that the Wizards front office drafted well. Mm -hmm. And hopefully they continue to do that to put the pieces in place to make this team more of a competitor. So how how in your in your mental mind, how many years do we get before we are competing in playoffs? Ooh. Best case scenario, I think we probably have to have two more years. Okay. <laughs> Best okay. case scenario. <sighs> but I feel the same way as someone who's been covering this team since 2019. I'm like, man, we starting over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. 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 So you but spoke at about least you'll have. I'm sorry, Maestro. I, I was just going to say at least at least the Wizards. It appears by the end of the year they're going to have one of the worst records in the league, which means they're going to be in that lottery situation, hopefully for a top three pick. Mm -hmm. So I mean, if if there's a rebuild, it kind of starts right there. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's definitely going to start. I think Bilal was the first piece. Um, they but they knew that he would take some time yeah. to develop. But I think you know overall he's doing really well. So I I and when they first drafted Bilal, just because I he wasn't someone that was in the topic of conversation. Yeah, right. I wasn't sure, but he's definitely panned out. Like you can tell that as he gets as he gets more used to being in the NBA, that he's really going to be like mm -hmm. a good player. Yeah. And he already is. He's you know so. I agree. I agree. So you talked about trades, you know, like the, you feel like some trades might be happening. So this is the time where we get to get a little messy and talk about some rumors. Uh, in your mind, who do you think uh, who do you think may or may be on the trading block? And like what kind of what kind of things you think we might uh, compensation you think we might be trying to look for to build this team in the next two years? Because now I'm hanging on them words. And I'm going to tweet you every single time about well, it. I, I'm only saying I don't have any proof of that. But okay. I, I just wouldn't be surprised because I, I think, you know, 
But if I don't know if I have anyone in mind per se. I feel like, like I said, I feel like everyone's on the table. I don't mm. know if I feel like Kuz is on the table, but Kuz could be on the table for mm. all I know, you know. Mm. Uh, one person I think could be a possibility and not because there's anything wrong with how he's played here, but maybe Tyus Jones just because, you know, they might want to put him in a situation where he is with a team that's competitive. Mm -hmm. um, shoot. Who knows? I mean, yeah. I wouldn't rule Jordan Poole out. I just wouldn't rule anything out, honestly. Mm. I'm being honest when I say that. Yeah. Now, I could be completely off base. I don't have any. This is just from my what my eyes see. And I'm like. That's the best would, conversations when we don't really know. But we what don't do they have to lose? Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. I'll throw a name out there. And um, my guy, Mike Patton, who's in our uh, YouTube live chat. What up? What up? in the AFC South, he said, what about Gafford? Like, that could be yeah, a Yeah, that's true. That uh, Gafford, yeah. is, he's, that's that's also an option. That's why I said anybody's on the table, but I do think Gaff Daniel Gafford is a possibility as well. Yeah, yeah. Alright, well, I... I, I even Denny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, even off, <laughs> even off a contract, yeah, like, I mean, literally, I agree with you that literally uh, outside, in my mind, um, there's no way I'm getting rid of Bilal. There's no way, no way I'm getting rid of Bilal. Um, like we just gave Kuzma money. We just yeah, gave I Denny just money. I don't see that one really. Yeah. Um, but but it but it's been all I'm all over my wizard timeline. Is it, I, 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 if anybody's been mentioned more than anybody else on that team, I've been seeing Kyle Kuzma and his. You know, I figured I'd bring it up because I, I I see it, but in my mind it's like we just paid him. He just asked for money and they gave him money. Yeah. Um and and really really uh, as of he right now into as well yeah and, and I mean but right now you kind of got to say he's the best player as far as performance right now like yeah he is. yeah yeah so and the most so, consistent most right. consistent most aggressive he is that leader if you take if you take him out who is the leader on that team yeah like these are they're right. all young super young yeah but I think from a trade perspective. You see the value in right. Kyle Kuzma, which makes yeah. the rumor of him being traded more, you know, a believable one. Because who else, I mean, who else on that team aside from maybe Jordan Poole, Tyus Jones, and Gafford, would you say is a value to be put in the trade package? I mean, he is definitely um, the highest value yeah. on, on the team. Yeah, because he had 30 million, yeah. 30 million this year. I know, I know, yeah, I know he asked for 30. I know he asked for 30. I think he got what he asked. Yeah, right, right, mm. right. So, yeah. <laughs> and you kind of had to get, you kind of had to give it to him. Yeah. Um. So, uh, the Can Mystics. we go off the court with the Wizards for a second? Because oh, I'm sure, wanna, sure. Because I, I, I want to get into this. And like I told you, Maestro, I, I, hold, I held off on this topic until you came back. Okay. And then we had Karita on to kind of discuss this. So, Maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago, the owner of the Mystic, I mean, well, he is the owner of the Mystics, Mystics but too, yeah. Mystics, Caps, Wizards, Ted Leonsis met with Virginia representation and it was announced that um, he would be moving the Caps and the Wizards to Potomac Yards. And for folks that don't know the D.C. area, Potomac Yards is in Virginia, which is right across the river from D.C. Um, it's certainly not the... Um, it's not the blackest part of the DMV. I would say that. Absolutely. Um, but, <laughs> but 
um, my initial reaction to the announcement is that, you know, I've, I've lived in the area for 20 years and I, I would go to Wizards games, especially when they play the Knicks. And I like to take the train to the game. Right. So when I get on the green line and I get off gallery place and I walk up the escalator and I see go-go music being played and I see my people being there on the corner there, like that's the culture, right? Like that atmosphere, like that's going to be gone for me. Right. So that's for me is what's so disappointing about this move to Virginia. So I wanted to get, you know, both of you guys' reaction from it. Ladies first. Okay. <laughs> so as we talked about, I'm from Florida, right? So I have mm-hmm. don't have ties to the DMV area like that. Yeah. From the perspective of the Capital One Arena being in DC. Mm-hmm. However, as someone who's covered this team for past couple of years, it's just very hard for me to see as you said, the vibe being the same in Virginia. And I think that that's what the people, people who don't live here don't understand is that it's more than a game. It's more than where the arena is. It's the entire vibe that is created with Capital One Arena being right there in the middle of downtown DC. Like you said, you come off the train, there's go-go music. But after the game, like you're around restaurants and places yeah. to go. I mean, you in DC, some people go to the game, then they go straight and hit the like club. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe you can do that from Virginia, but it's not the same. And my other thing was, yes, they say there's going to be metro access to the arena, but I still feel like it is going to inadvertently cut out the main demographic that supports yes. the Washington Wizards. Yes. So I don't really like the move just from the perspective of understanding the area and the dynamic. And, you know, I used to live near Potomac Yard, so mm-hmm. it's a great place, but I yeah. just don't feel like it's a great place for the Wizards, maybe the Caps. I mean, because, yeah. Know, yeah. They're well, there are ice plexes in Virginia. So, yeah. They already it makes sense. In Northern Virginia. And mm-hmm. I could see that. Mm-hmm. But the Wizards, I just. Um, um I, This is the. Uh, as someone who's been here his entire life, uh, <laughs> this is trash. I mean, immediately, I mean, almost immediately uh, after this was announced, Clyde said, if they move, we're, we're shutting this location down. I don't know if you anybody that know when you mm-hmm. leave the Wizards game, you go to Clyde's. Clyde's, yeah. it's yeah. a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even I do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You know how many yeah. women I've met after Wizards games in the years and, and went to Clyde's? That like it's it's it's, it's not, one thing about my people. I will say, and yes, things will be different. Um, we are going to travel. We're going to get on the train and we're going to go up there. But what people don't realize they're asking for, they're in that one, that train station Potomac Yards ain't ready for that amount of traffic. That's mm-hmm. one. So that's going so there's gonna be there's gonna be some renovations that's gonna have to happen. They're asking for so, money from Metro already, like yeah, $200 million. Right, yes, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> so that's gonna happen. Then um it's different. I'm sorry, like Chinatown or, or or gallery place is all the same thing. Um, yeah, yeah. 
they used to having black people there doing black people things, trying to raise, you know, trying to make their money, trying to get their hustle on. Yeah. See, the white folks could get on their train and go back to, say, a Potomac Yards, and then it's quiet. <laughs> it's not about to be quiet no more. And nobody, yeah, it's not about to be quiet no more. And what I think, if this if this falls, this really ends up happening, um, yeah. I I think they're gonna find really fat, find out really fast that either they're gonna have to get used to us going up there to see them, or they're gonna have to up police presence. And nobody wants the police involved in sporting mm-hmm. events. Nobody wants it. I, like, yeah, I, I think when you do travel. You're not gonna want to travel no more because it's like I ain't trying to deal with all the police yeah. out there. And- right. But see now, because I live in the Baltimore area, so now I can't just get on the green line. Now I got to take the green line to the yellow line. Now that's two trains versus one now. And and, and man, I, I I I am disappointed. Like that area, and, and, and part of it's bias. I want my teams in DC. That's one. Mm-hmm. Um, two. Yeah. That yeah. central location, like now I'm learning, like Clyde's is the spot. Cause that's the spot I've been going to since I've been since I've been uh, uh, an adult. You go to a Wizards game or go to that arena, period, you go hit Clyde's. But now Rocket Bar, the little sushi, like it's it's like this exp- it's expanded, like it's it's so much going on. Like this is you've already created um and, and when you think about uh stadiums in other areas, you've already clubs everything you need is already there why would you go and try to rebuild it virginia want the income i get it that that's that's what's happening virginia wants that income they want that traffic but i don't think you want what's going to come with it um i I don't think you want what's going to come with it well do the virginia residents want it though because i mean we've only that was just like you know what the council the mayor the governor but I thought for some reason there's like still the steps where like residents can chime in or something like that. Yeah. That'll be the issue. Like I I think the residents will like not be happy. Yeah, Potomac Yards is yeah. pretty quiet. Um and that, it, it's pretty quiet. Like um you know just It's quiet. Step. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just I was just down there like yeah. a month ago. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, it this it's not the same vibe. I I mean sure. I've seen, um, I, I've been here for gentrica- gentrification. I've seen a million things that look one way and then five years later look a different way in this area. Um, so I'm sure they'll make it work. I just think that it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it is my issue. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And, I, I, you know, it's politics. It's politics as usual. It's not just happening here, man. It's, it's yeah. happening everywhere, man. But I think, things. but I think it's very clear that, and it's been this way. We've experienced the highest amount of gentrification in the nation, mm-hmm. and it's been, you know, so yeah. like, so I, I get it. This is probably just an extension of that. But mm-hmm. um, like I said, I, I think, I think this, I don't think this is going to bode well for them at least in the beginning. Um, and, and again, if it ain't broke, don't like this is fine. It's it's everything. That's the middle of the metro. <laughs> Everybody, yeah. can, you know, all the lines yes. go to that inter- right to that station. It yeah. makes no sense uh, from a, a, a geography location. It makes no sense. It makes well, no even sense. Bradley Bill recently just had a video. He was doing something with Anscape, and mm-hmm. he said he was like, he was like, Ted, don't move the Wizards out of DC. Yeah. Like, he yeah. it, you know, because he's been here for so yeah. long. But he's like, 
he was like, please don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, it, Ted, Ted going to do what he wants to do. But. And it's clearly money. Let, let's be clear. It's money. It's money. Yeah. It's definitely money. It's money. It's definitely money. It's but money. Karita, to your point about uh, Clyde's and everything else that's around there, I've been seeing a lot of stuff where business owners are shutting down their businesses, like on that H Street corridor, which is oh, not yeah. exactly near yeah. the arena, but like that whole like area where... <laughs> There's a lot of places you can eat at, but like I've been seeing a lot of break-ins, people having their, you know, their storefronts vandalized and things yeah. like that. And people are picking up and trying to move their stuff out of there. Um, I don't know if that has something to do or partly to do with the move. But, but I feel I like people, 8th Street, like you were saying, yeah. that the where I know the businesses are shutting down. That mm -hmm. portion of H Street isn't even near. Yeah, it. yeah. Not near it. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so I don't think that got nothing to do with it. I mean, people try to say, well, it's crime. And but I am a single woman and I don't yes, sometimes you see some yeah. things going of course. on. Yeah. But I've of never course. felt unsafe. And I leave the games later than everybody. Right. Yeah. I, I do walk out with people, but when I'm going to my car, I'm not with people anymore. Yeah. yeah never felt unsafe yeah so, i was gonna say i don't think i've ever felt unsafe in that area no like right. going to events no. and stuff yeah yeah, yeah man i i don't like the idea and i get it it's a money play but like you're, you're sacrificing culture and then gentrification times and that's a very sensitive subject to washingtonians um you moving this is going to be a, a a real sting to the culture of my city and um and and that and that bothers me. I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, moving on. I know we. I know your time is precious. We won't hold you too much longer. Uh, you also cover the Ravens, and as you can see, my man's here. He fully decked <laughs> yeah, out. Decked um, out. And 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 respect. Um, talk to us about the Ravens and their Super Bowl aspirations after they uh had a very uh convincing win. Against the 49ers this past week. A game that me and my wife was at, by the way. Oh, oh. So, that, so that was, was a, fun. That was a good That was, that was a great experience. experience. I, don't like, I don't like what you did to my dibs, man. Like, I don't like it. <laughs> what you What you mean? Like, you mean? Rain, I'm sorry, Karina. We're going to have a personal moment for two seconds. You went there and got her all ravened out, and I don't like it, bro. I like it's not what the she's first time. Right. It's not That's the first fine, time. But I don't like it right now is what I'm telling you. And I don't like it. Okay. That's you got all. a Ravens so, fan? So I'm when your significant saying. other, so oh. so Maestro, so when your significant other, whoever that may be, mm -hmm. gets decked out in Steelers gear, I'm gonna tell you the exact same thing. I don't I'm like tell the, you, man. the I'm gonna tell you, none of none of the women <laughs> I have ever dated for an extensive time ever falls for that with me. Oh, I, I, I for mm. some reason I tend to date all these women. Now I'm a real sports fan, and I like the Commanders, or I like the or Redskins at the uh, time. I like. I never uh -huh. meet a girl, and I want. I want this so bad for me, where the woman just <laughs> says, "All right, I'll be a Steelers fan with you." I want that so bad. It's really hate. I'm jealous. It's, this is the that's truth. what it is. It's, that's it's what the it truth. is. It's the truth. It's the truth. That's what it is. It's the truth. But talk but to us about the Ravens Super Bowl aspirations. Yeah, you know, so. In looking at the Ravens all season, I have seen them basically pass almost every test that has come their way, um, even up to the San Francisco 49ers. So, I mean, right now they're peaking at the best 
time. Mm -hmm. The San Francisco game was like one of their most complete games. But actually, when they really dominated and beat a team like 30 points or or more, Mm -hmm. that's been been those games where like it's been balanced on all sides of the ball. Right. Defense. Defense been playing out of their mind the whole season, but that San Francisco game, they were all over the place, five interceptions. Mm-hmm. So this team, in my opinion, definitely can make it to the Super Bowl. They have to keep doing what they're doing. But right now in the AFC, now we do have to see the outcome of the game on sunday yeah yeah but in yep. the afc i mean name a team better than the ravens right now i mean they're on top but they're convincingly on top yeah. and they played all the teams now any given sunday we know when you get into the playoffs it's like yep. a season so that's the only thing about the playoffs it, it's like teams that sometimes are mediocre during the season they turn it around in the playoffs so but i do think that if the ravens keep doing what they're doing Lamar Jackson is extremely focused. I mean, in talking to him after games, like all he ever says is, I want to win. I'm trying to win. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's all it's about for him. You can just see the focus that he has. And this is my first season covering Lamar Jackson. So maybe he had this same focus prior to that, but it just seems different to me. Yeah. Um, he has his eye on the prize. He's paying, he is playing at an MVP level, whether or not he gets it, gets that title or not. Um, so the Ravens, in my opinion, have a good chance to make it to this, uh, to the Super Bowl. In your eyes, is he the league MVP at this point? Best record in the NFL. He's leading the team with the best record in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? That's and, always kind of like the default. Like, if you're doing that, you're, you're, you're pretty yeah. – you, your, your possibilities are good. Your possibilities are good. But then if you also just watch the games, I mean, mm-hmm. Lamar does make things happen when you just don't think – when you think a play is dead, when you think you got him down. Like, no, he, he makes those plays. I can't think of anyone else who's playing better than him right now from a quarterback perspective. And sure. you know, it, yep. MVP past couple of years has been quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So like right, he right. will be a quarterback. Because if you base it on statistics, um, Lamar doesn't have the best statistics right now. There's like six other quarterbacks with more touchdown mm-hmm. passes than um Lamar Jackson right now. I mean, Brock Purdy, who was kind of the I guess the lead leader in MVP talk going into the matchup. And I guess McCaffrey was maybe side by side with him with what he's doing in the run game. I think he's like 300 yards rushing over the second guy. And then you got Tyreek Hill who could break the receiving record. And the Miami Dolphins got a pretty good record also. So I think it's one of those years where it's going to come down to who finishes best at the end of this year like there's really no like runaway right now yeah in my book. not in anything for the most part <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. so talk to us about the ravens and dolphins uh this week like what you what, how you see this going what needs to happen for the ravens to win uh do the dolphins even have a shot i think the dolphins have a shot for sure i mean they're they're a really good team um, there's a lot at stake on both sides. Like if the Ravens win, then they can lock up the number one seed in the AFC playoff 
race, home field advantage. Um, and they can also clinch the AFC North. That's a lot on the line. And yeah. they know that. And they're and they've controlled their destiny since the bye week. And so far they have checked every box. I don't think they have lost since the bye week. Um, however, for the Dolphins, they kind of are in the same place. Like they're trying to battle for a top two seed in the AFC playoff race, and they could clinch their division. So I think we definitely gonna see a dog fight. And then you have Jalen Ramsey. Like, you know, he's a mm, beast on the, mm-hmm. the Dolphins side. You got yeah. Tyreek Hill. You got Tua. I mean, there's a lot of talent. So I don't think it's going to be easy. But I, I definitely think that this is a game where we have to see, once again, like, the offense put up points. They they can't, on the Ravens side, they can't afford to make any mistakes. Like, no safeties this week. Yeah. <laughs> can't yeah. have things <laughs> like that. No turnovers. Take care of the ball. Um, and then I have noticed in the past few games, they've, they've gotten more into the passing, but mm-hmm. I think they need to come back to balancing it, get the run game going as well. Yeah. Still, still with the passes, but they need to get the run game going. Um, but I think if the Ravens continue to play their brand of football, the brand of football that they have played all year, the defense definitely has to put pressure onto a, but Tyreek, like the yeah. the DBs, got to be on point like yeah. this week. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. got to be Kate drop coverages. Like we need Marlon Humphrey to play like he did in um San Fran. And so, um, it's not gonna be an easy game. But I definitely think I feel like with everything that's on the line, that the Ravens get it done. But I I think it's going to be a very close game. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's going to be a close game. Also, you said something about the DBs and going up against Tyreek Hill. I think the same thing that they did with Brock Purdy, like you saw the pressure in Brock Purdy's face. And that's why you saw a lot of the indecisiveness with Brock Purdy. You saw some of the throws, not very great throws from Brock Purdy. Right. So I think in this game, you got to do the same thing with Tua. Mm-hmm. And I got to say this one last thing, too, um, before we move on. We've played, I guess, the McVay-Shanahan tree of coaches the past, what, three weeks with the Rams, mm-hmm. Niners, and now this Dolphins team with Mike McDaniel. Um, I think it says a lot about this defense that because that's one of the, I think, one of the offenses that's very difficult to stop is that, you know, coaching tree of offenses there. Yeah. But it, it, it says a lot to the defense that they're up for the challenge and being able to put pressure on the quarterback yes and and what I will say is so Kyle Hamilton he practiced today Uh we Mm -hmm. still don't know what his ultimate whether he's going to play on Sunday or not but I do think that they need Kyle Hamilton because we kind of saw when Kyle Hamilton wasn't uh I want to say the game that he originally got hurt Mm-hmm. He wasn't out there. You know, we did see that the defense had the holes. And maybe that's just because they had to adjust in game. And they right. Yeah. We saw it in the San Fran game Prepare when he went out it. and Darnold came in and Darnold was kind of lighting the defense up a bit. Mm-hmm. So, if, I mean, I think everybody is needed at their position. But of all the positions, like when Kyle Hamilton isn't on the field, like you see the difference mm-hmm. with the defense. Mm-hmm. So they definitely need him on Sunday. But if, you know. 
we need him more in the playoffs. So, <laughs> so definitely. we'll see yeah, definitely. You know, how that pans out. But, um, yeah, I definitely think that this is going to be a game where the defense is going to have to do the same thing that they did against San Francisco and just pressure to an all game, like be all over him. Mm. My last so question. Wrap, oh, go ahead. I would say my last question did it with the Ravens uh, is if if we all we all agree that the Ravens are the best team in the AFC and maybe the league. And I'm going to say I'm going to just go ahead and say the best team in the league. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't like saying it, uh, but I'm uh, but pains I, him. look at his face. Mm. Pains him. <laughs> But uh, who 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 do you think concerns the Ravens the most in the AFC? You know the Browns, and you know why? I was gonna say, go ahead and say it. They have Joe <laughs> Flacco, and ever since that the Browns made that move, the when the Browns brought him in, even before he played, I was like, I don't like it because mm -hmm. I just had a feeling. And now he's rolled. He got the Browns rolling. Browns defense isn't bad, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. um, Browns They're defense good. isn't bad at all. They're pretty good. Yeah, they did not have like that steady person at quarterback. And I just worry about Joe Flacco's experience, mm. um, his poise, just because he knows what to expect. But on the flip side, uh, Coach Harbaugh coached Flacco for years yeah so if mm -hmm. anybody knows his weaknesses it would be Harbaugh but I do think that that presents that could present an issue <laughs> but Joe Flacco coming to get his lick back huh mm -hmm. right right I'm like <laughs> now he's still throwing interceptions like I'm, yeah. I've watched some that of his games true. and then like true. and he's what three and one in these games and I'm watching them right now he just scored a Both touchdown again interceptions but um <laughs> yeah he's he's still throwing the interceptions I think every game he started for them he has he's at least one, one interception mm -hmm. so You're and right. my defense has been feasting on interceptions all season long so I'm, yeah. I'm I'm not necessarily worried about him coming into Baltimore in a playoff situation um but I mean I, I can understand Rest of the fan base being like, oh snap, like this guy's <laughs> on the ground. I think that it would be now. I just think that that would be maybe the only team where people would have a little pause, even though he mm -hmm. has been throwing, like you said, interceptions. Like I could definitely see the fan base being like, oh. <laughs> well, let's be clear why he's successful. Let's be clear because okay. if you they, if you compare him to the stop he had in Denver and the stop he had with, with the Jets, true Cleveland Browns. Top 10 offensive line. Yep. Um, skill position players, Amari Cooper. He got Njoku looking like Njoku. a career tight end. Right, right. And and I think this is important. Nobody talks about it, but I think this is the first situation he's in where he has a head coach for an offensive play caller. In the past, he hasn't had that. It was always like Harbaugh, special teams guy. When he went to Denver, he had Fangio, a defensive guy. When he was with the Jets last year, Salah, a defensive guy. He's got a true offensive play caller calling these plays. And when I'm watching the Browns and them execute these like play action passes and all this stuff, it's like, wow, like he's really got a real offensive coordinator for head coach. And yeah. see, that's my and that's my thing. It's not the Joe Flack that I'm just that the concern is Joe Flacco, it's Joe Flacco leading the Browns because the Browns always had the pieces. They got good pieces, right. But like yep. I said, mm -hmm. they just didn't have that consistency at quarterback. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah, for for sure, for yeah. sure. I'll Facts. say this: if Buffalo gets in, everybody should be concerned. That's what I will say. Oh, they're uh, getting in. They're yeah, getting in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they could yeah. be the two seed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That that <laughs> Buffalo, Buffalo getting back to getting back to position is should be a concern for everybody in the AFC. And um, no money for you. Yeah, no money and no, no money for me. You want to he, hear how I? You want to hear? No, if, you, if I tell mine, then I'm gonna tell yours. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Mine was, was shout out Ashley Baker because she gave me the idea first and I just agreed with her. She said preseason that Buffalo will not make the playoffs. So I took I, I took a little twenty dollars, you know, twenty dollars and put it in the books. And it was looking good mid-season, but it's turn it's coming out that I'm gonna lose my twenty dollars. But <laughs> but but that was my that was my wild take of the preseason. Now, Trey's on the other hand was the Chicago Bears were going to win a division. Oh. Yeah. 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 So much for going out on a limb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So much for that. Um, hey, Karita, I want to send you out with this question here. Um, since you're from Duval County, Florida, I wanted to know just in the entire state of Florida, mm-hmm. who your top five Florida athletes are all time. No pressure. You know, that is a hard question. It was, it's definitely a hard question, but um, I'm going to start with Brian Dawkins because he is from Duval County as well. Okay. Um, and he's Hall of Famer. Um, Vince Carter, that was mm. one of my favorite ball, basketball players, and he is from Florida. So Vince Carter. Um, Deion Sanders. Also, got to have him on my list. And not just, I mean, yes, as a player for sure, but even now when you, like, look at what he's doing, love him or hate him, like, he's doing good things in the college football world. So, Mm. definitely Deion Sanders. um, I am going to add Mar Jackson because he's going to be – he's so young in his career – but he's going to make a lasting impression on the on the league. And, yeah. Yeah. you know, he makes South Florida very proud. I'm not South, from South Florida, but I know that he makes South right. Florida very proud. And um, he works hard. He's a hard worker. Um, so definitely going to add Lamar Jackson to my list. And who's going to be my last one? Um. Oh, so this might, like throw y'all off but <laughs> i used to i used to run track and okay bob nice. hayes is from jacksonville okay and he, they're so like we got the bob hayes invitational like his mm-hmm. and legacy is still pretty big in jacksonville so i'm gonna add him to my list. respect respect that's a I good, like that list. that's a good that's like a good that that's a good one i did i give you that now um this is a game that we normally play and it so I just want you to give us your at name. So in ca- so when we put this video out of your top five, when I get my 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 crew of people who like to be like coats, who that's my that's my government name. Who do these uh who are these people you got on here? They don't know what they're talking about. I say, <laughs> hey man, it's not my list. I don't. I, you got you got how I heard about her list. I think my list is pretty good. I think so too. I think so. Me, if you want to come for me, my my tag is at Karita Ooh. 
Rita C. Parks on Twitter. Hey, and, t- and, and tell them you outside. I'm outside. <laughs> hey, I will throw, I will add a name. I will add a name to those list of players. And I, I think, you know, it's a different sport here, but um, Alex Rodriguez is from Miami, Florida. And, you know, say what you want about PDs and all that stuff. I'm a Yankees fan, by the way, but say what you want about all that stuff. But the dude is a Hall of Famer, clearly. Um, That's a good name. And and quite frankly, he should have 700 home runs, but the Yankees, you know, did him a disservice there. But I won't go into that. No need, man. No, that's a good, that's a good <laughs> one. We added, we added baseball. See, we covered, we covered a lot of ground. Track, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. I think, I think that's a well-rounded list. I, I, I you got, you got my stamp. <laughs> you got my stamp. Look, uh, we, we, uh, oh well. Before we let you go, just plug anything you want to plug, um, and, and then we can, we can let you get back into these internet streets. All right. Well, make sure that you follow me on Twitter at Carita C Parks. And that's the name of all the platforms. Also, make sure you follow Double Take Sports. That's at DBL Take Sports on all platforms. Also, DBLTakesports.com. You can find my Ravens coverage with Bowie Television. So that's at Bowie TV Sports. Uh, if you follow me, all this is on my timeline, but just just saying. So, uh, Bowie TV Sports. I also write for Sports Illustrated Illustrated Inside the Wizards. Okay, so nice. Got articles on there, too. And I think that about does it. That's well, what's up. We, we kept you a little longer than what we were supposed to, but that's we... okay. At least the conversation was good. If this was boring, <laughs> we, have <a> <laughs> we hey, have a problem. Facts, <laughs> facts, facts. But we appreciate you um, having your time with us, and um, you know, best of luck to you moving forward <laughs> with your career and everything covering the Ravens and everything. So um, we'll holler at you at another time. We and send us, a, send us a bill for the 17 minutes. <laughs> no, y'all good. <laughs> Thank you so much. Absolutely. Good to meet you all. I feel like we, you know, definitely have talked online on social media and stuff, but great to finally meet you guys. That's what's up. That's what's up. No doubt. No doubt. Right, we be appreciate safe it. Out there. No problem. Bye guys. All right. See ya. See ya. Karita Parks folks uh, covers the Wizards, Ravens, Mystics in the area. So, uh, you know, hit her up on social media, Twitter. And if you don't like her list, if you don't like her list, but just know that I might, I might have to, if if y'all tweet her and say y'all don't like it, or I I might have to jump jump in. in. You're going to jump in? (laughs) That that was a pretty solid list, man. Mm -hmm. I I might have to. that was a great list. That was a pretty solid list, man. That was a great list, man. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I think one of the things, like, when folks do these lists and stuff, like, the 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 surprise element to it, because you're not thinking about certain players that mm-hmm. they may be thinking about. When right. you really come with that surprise element, man, it, it just makes the list so much greater, so. Yeah, my um, page so, was a good addition and a good way to round that list out, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, so uh NFL man uh let's let's kind of get back into it. Um week well we wrapped up week 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything you want to get into? Well uh, I I don't want to stretch this conversation too much longer. Uh I will say this. I I'll, I'll give you my 3. I'll give you my 3. Yep. Uh one. Uh Mason Rudolph. My bad, bro. 
We sorry. We sorry that we have assigned Mitchell Trubisky. We okay. sorry that we okay. ever put you at the number three quarterback. Um, if the world was mine, we would be paying you as a top number two quarterback in this league um, because uh, you've done better than anybody just because you had the mitigated goal to throw it deep um, and be accurate when you did it. So uh, thank you for your years here in Pittsburgh. And again, I, I, I as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, apologize that we ever signed Mitch Trubisky um, and made him the number two quarterback. I'm curious what his salary is. Um, I, I don't. I know that. I know that Mitch Trubisky's is uh, like five million a year. So I, ha- I would assume that mm-hmm. Mason Rudolph ain't too much higher or mm-hmm. lower. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, but the truth is, is that I don't like three quarterbacks, and I never did. So Mitch Trubisky should have never been never been put on his team if Mason Rudolph still got the ability to throw deep balls like that. Um, second point, the Jacksonville Jaguars are frauds, and I don't believe yeah. them. Um, yeah. and it's not like yeah. I believe them as far as the Super Bowl or anything of that nature, but they are frauds, and that's just what it is. And shout out to D, who is killing it in the content game, but she's the first place I saw it. They've been trashed ever since they beat us and disrespected our terrible towel. That's a fact. You're trash. Was that trash. the last game they won? No, it's not the last game they won. Okay. Okay. They've been trash since then. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, third point, Kansas City. Uh, you can go ahead and wrap up any Super Bowl aspirations y'all had this year. That's a wrap. You're done. Mm. Hey, hey, listen. Um, I'll, I'll stick with the Kansas City point for a second here. Um. As long as number 15 is on that field, um, I'm, I'm, you know, and look, I, you know, I want my team in the Super Bowl. Sure, sure. I'm, I'm not, uh, if, if it's Kansas City versus the Ravens in the playoffs, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not overlooking number 15 and in that man's abilities. And I get it. The receiving core has been trash. Darius Tony's been dropping passes. Travis Kelsey, Kelsey been yeah, been looking right, I, and I'm not Pacheco even going to name. Um, yeah, Pacheco hasn't been healthy. I don't know what they're doing with Clyde. Um, Ceh, I'm not going to say that one man's him. name. They've been done with him. Yeah, that's that's what it, that's what it feels yeah. like. It feels like they've been like you know in a doghouse or something with him like that. So well, Pacheco outplayed him. Outside yeah. of, I mean, also injuries had something to do with it, but. Yeah. I mean, Pacheco flat out has outplayed him since he's gotten into the league. Um, mm. And then McKinnon, and then McKinnon is like the best number two running back, like as far as compl- complimentary, like he's a good number two. He can go, McKinnon can go to any team and be a solid number two running back. Like that's his, that's yeah. who he is. He, they don't use him enough, I, I yeah, feel like. Yeah, right, right. Um, but with that being said, uh, to kind of piggyback the Kansas City point, Um, um, I don't trust them to be Buffalo. I don't trust them to be Baltimore. Um, and, 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 and I might even go as far as to say as I don't trust them to be Miami. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's that. I mean, that's interesting. Um, I guess one last point I got about Kansas city is if there's one thing that's been consistent about them this entire year has been the defense. And I may have said it maybe weeks ago, but, if this is Kansas, what he's Kansas City's way of saying, damn, we might have to win another way. We may not be able to win games with, you know, number 15 putting up 40, you know, 45 points. We may have to 
stop teams from scoring. And they've done that. Like they they held the Dolphins to 14 points. Um, you know, a, few, a couple of months ago. They've they've held some of these offenses in check. I mean, so I, I won't I won't count Kansas City out if I'm looking at it objectively. I won't count Kansas City out for two reasons. Number one, it's number 15. And number two, defensively, they've been the most consistent unit on that team all season long up to this point. But you I mean, hate you mean uh, the offensive, defense, and special teams, defense, the defense have been most consistent. Okay. They've been the, they've been the most consistent no, unit. No, no, disagree, no disagreement here, but I don't believe they're going to be able to stop Lamar Jackson. Um, I don't believe they're going to be able to stop Josh Allen. Um, with the way, and the way Buffalo's playing right now, the mm-hmm. way I told you that they might have to do, they might have to go on that Cincinnati Bengal run that the Bengals have been doing for the past two years. Yeah. Um, it, for all intents and purposes, this is exactly what they're doing. Um, like if you're right now, if you're asking me, but uh, in the AFC, Baltimore's number one clearly, but number two for me is both is Buffalo. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have. That's yeah, a lot yeah, of people's yeah. uh, pick there. Like that's yeah. a that's a popular opinion. Yeah. about what Buffalo's been doing. And like I, I mentioned when Carita was on, uh, Buffalo, if things fall into place, could finish as the number two seed. So yeah. these niggas was just number 11 right. in the two conference just two weeks ago. Yeah, And now they got a chance to be the number two seed. It's Smashed Dallas and dealt with, uh, <laughs> I don't remember who they played last week. but uh, uh, the, Well, they didn't deal with the Chargers. The Chargers, they, they, the Chargers put up a good fight. Um, I mean, I mean, I, I don't mean deal with like they smashed them, but right, they got right. the win is what I'm saying. They, yeah, they, they got the win. With, yeah, they did. Yeah. They got the win eventually, they but they them, had yeah. to fight for that one. They had to fight hey, for that one when people but, thought they could roll over them. Yeah, but you know that. But look, you don't have to play for a Justin Herbertless. Char- like, I'm, I'm sorry, like, but you smashed the good team. You smashed Dallas. You know what I'm saying? No, so, yeah, no yeah. question. So, no question. Uh, no question about so, it. So, uh, you know, I. I Get the win against the Chargers. I don't care how you get the win against that type of team that ain't really playing for nothing. But mm-hmm. you play. But the teams that you wake up for, you smash those teams, and you know, and, and get the win on the on the on the trash yeah. teams. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I don't really put a whole bunch of stock in that. But then they're going to, to play Miami, uh, uh, week 18, I believe. Final week of the year. Yeah. So look. And that's the game that gets flexed. That's the that's, that's the, the finale. Game. Yeah, for sure. That's the one that's for the sure. Sunday night. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, but uh, Buffalo, yeah, uh, I, but go, to the Kansas City point, uh, yeah, I, you could wrap in my in my mind, they're not going, they're not going to the Super Bowl, let alone winning it. Yeah, and 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 quite frankly, if and let's say Buffalo doesn't beat Miami in the finale, and you know things kind of stand as they are, number six Buffalo goes against number three Kansas City. Kansas City, yeah, you know, and that yeah. that'll be, I mean, it'll yeah. be a good matchup, but. I think a lot of people would favor Buffalo me. in that situation. Me, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people would favor them. So, for sure. but for I, sure. I, I won't. I won't. I, I, it's it's Kansas City until they're knocked off the porch. At, so, at in point. your mind, Kansas City is the best. Is the Kansas City? What do you mean by that? Meaning, in a playoff situation right now, you can't. You can't just because the Chiefs have gone through what they've gone through doesn't mean you go into the playoffs and you take this team lightly. Like, oh no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying this team is not good enough to be to go to the Super Bowl. Or win. Sure, sure, sure. And, yeah. and the tape, the tape, the whole year 
tells yeah. us that. No, no yeah. question about that. Yeah, yeah. But they're not winning the Super Bowl. As as long as 15's there, they'll they'll have a chance with him. Sure, with Mahomes, sure. they'll have a chance. Sure, but, sure. But you're right. You're, you're absolutely right. When you when you look at the style of play, hang and that how shit up. Done, it's it, it ain't looking good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's and not go looking get you, good. And go, and go get you a damn wide receiver this offseason. Yeah. Um, yeah, for certain. I mean, how many guys was out there? DeAndre Hopkins, um, what? Devontae Adams. Yeah, like, I don't necessarily remember, but but yeah, figure it out. Add some guys figure out. Figure it there. out this offseason. So, DJ Moore, like hell. DJ yeah, Moore. Yeah, like figure it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm I'm just saying it. And I, look, I ain't a Kansas City fan by no stretch of the imagination. But but that that shit look nasty. Yeah, yeah, facts. That shit look nasty. Um, to, to, to the Jacksonville point, um, and 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 I tweeted this the other day, and you know that division, um, and everybody's got injuries in that South, and you know we maybe three weeks ago we said, hey, maybe this division is better than what we you know thought at the beginning of the year, and then the Michael Pittman injury happens, that's their best receiver on the Colts, then you got the Stroud injury, he's been out of you know, the lineup for two weeks because of concussion protocol. And we'll see if he's going to play this week. I, don't, I haven't heard anything, I haven't heard anything about that. And then you got Jacksonville where, you know, Trevor Lawrence is playing some bad football. I, I hate to say it, but he, he's been playing some bad football and now they've had some injury issues themselves. Uh, Christian Kirk um, is gone for a while. Um, they, they had some injuries in their secondary. They've, you know, had some key pieces go out. And so it's like, damn, this team lost four games in a row. The, the, the Jags I'm talking about. This team mm-hmm. lost four games in a row. And somehow, <laughs> somehow this team is still first, yeah, first yeah. in the AFC been. South because yeah. the Colts and the Texans can't seem to get it together despite, you know, missing some of their best players. So, I guess my question for you is uh, how you see this thing playing out toward the end? Oh, I mean, uh, Jacksonville will win it, but I mean, Sheesh. so what? So Sheesh. what? Yeah. No, nah, I, I hear you. Like, I think, I think whoever wins this division, I, I think Cleveland's taking them out. Cause I, I, mean, I, I think, I think Cleveland's going to be the five and whoever. I mean, look, look I think I, I definitely do feel like, um, if like Trevor Lawrence get his shit together, he got a chance to beat Cleveland. Um, okay. but, it, but, okay. but, 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 I, but, um, I, something about Joe Flacco winning a playoff game does not rub me the right way. No homo. Like uh, something that, yeah, that, that just don't, that don't make sense. He's never lost. Me. He's never lost a, a like a opening. She, he's never lost a wild card playoff game. Joe, yeah, Joe Flacco in 2023 winning a playoff game don't 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 that don't sit well with me. So I'm gonna say that. Um, well, I ain't gonna say that, that that they lose because of that. But I but I I tend to I, it I won't move. be because of that. It'll just be because Cleveland is playing the best football right now between them and Jacksonville. Well, th- well let's be clear. Joe Flacco's contribution is the reason why they're winning games in the past three, four three or four games. So yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, look. I don't think that DTR or 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 whoever else is on that roster was yeah. winning was winning them games. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, right, PJ Walker, which is Walker he's not on the team no more. Right, but I thought they cut him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I think Joe Flacco. No, you got to give Joe Flacco his his credit. He's he's throwing the ball. 
Yeah. He's, he's not managing games. He's throwing the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mark Hooper had uh, 70 something. 260 something yeah, yards. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 So, oh, shout out George Pickens, who had 195 last week, too. I got to mm-hmm. make sure. I got to make sure that's that's highlighted because, look, we losing. I know he didn't block for what's his name and all that. Yep. Um, I, yep. I, felt, I felt like that was a little magnified because we were losing. So I, I want to make sure that I highlight George Pickens. And two um, things can be true at the same time, too. It's magnified because of the loss. And he, he didn't block for the cat. And, yeah, no, and, and, and had he and had he placed a block, he might have scored that touchdown. Maybe. Yeah. The way that was the way that yeah. was set up. Yeah, sure. Sure. But um, but yeah, shout out to George Pickens. Shout out, yes, and I would have loved for him to make that block. Yes. Let's be clear. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, this is his first year, second year. So look, man, give him a chance to develop, give him a chance to grow. Mm-hmm. The same way they didn't do Claypool. <laughs> Well, no, Claypool was trash, and it's and it's showing. And I'm sorry. I was gonna say the Bears got rid of him, right? And then he's not playing in Miami, right? Right? Yeah. I mean, it's hard to get. I mean, when you got them two guys, it's gonna be hard to get on the. (laughs) No, but when you look at when you look at his his you know his ticker take stats, Mm -hmm. he's good enough to be a number four wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins. Maybe a number three wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins. Mm -hmm. Um. The, pro- the 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 fact that he can't get on the field, yeah, um, says a lot. He can't beat Braxton Berrios. <laughs> yeah, like that says a lot. I'm sorry, yeah. that just says a lot. Yeah, yeah, um, wow, yeah. yeah. So it just, that just is what it is. That just wow, is stuff. what it is. Um, that's, that's we were talking thing. about the AFC South. We were. Oh doing... no! I, oh, I mean, look. Um, I don't care who wins it. Uh, I don't believe none of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I hear you. Like I said, I think whoever wins it, I think going home yeah, in right. round one. All right, like whatever. I, I I think, but 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 if I mean, it affects your team in a sense because you guys are what are y'all number eight right now? What hey, are y'all man. eight nine? I would say I've said it to you once, and I'll say it to you again. If we make the playoffs, everybody who let us in the playoffs is some shit. We don't deserve to be in the playoffs. I'm not interested. I'll be happy. You know, kudos. I was gonna say you gonna it. watch. You gonna watch Wild Card? Of course, of course. <laughs> I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch at these past these these next games. But the, the sit here and act like when you watch the the totality of the season as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan that we deserve to be in the playoffs and mm-hmm. that I'm I'm hoping that we make it into the playoffs because we deserve to be there. No, that's not the case. So if we get there, I'm a fan. I'll be happy, but um, we don't deserve to be there. I'm not interested in that. Like, let's just let's just show that we got some damn balls and some damn integrity and play good football for these next two weeks, and 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 I'm cool. And right, and and kind of see what happens after that because yeah. I I think what's gonna happen is them them South teams are gonna keep y'all in it, and week eighteen it's gonna be. Who gets the? I guess I guess the seventh seed. I I guess that's what it is. It's yeah, who, we definitely who gets, who gets the seventh seed. Right. I think is what it's going to come down to. And I think the Colts they got they got the Raiders. Who the Raiders blew out the the Chargers. Chargers and then beat Kansas City this and week. Beat, and right right beat 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 the Chiefs right. You know and 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 by the way, give Antonio Pierce the head coaching job already. Like please have the have the contract drafted up already. Like enough of the nonsense. Just make that man head coach next year. Like it's clear that that team plays different under him than they did Josh McDaniel. 
Like let, let, let's just stop there. And then they and then the Colts got um they play the Texans. So them going head to head, you know, that's that's probably, you know, winning your in, losing your out. Yeah. You know, so Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, but hey man, we 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 17 picks, man. What about um question for you on Pittsburgh though? Um so I've heard this narrative under the new offensive coordinator. So in that game against Cincinnati, not this past one, but the first one, mm-hmm. when Kenny was in the game and y'all had 400 yards of offense, and then Mitch comes in, and obviously he struggled against Arizona Patriots and the Colts, and here comes Mason, and now it seems like he's you know doing his thing under this new offensive coordinator. Um, is it just as simple as Mitch just can't do it with this guy and the other two guys can? Is it is it that it's simple? Just, um, yeah. Uh, look, look, one thing that Mason Rudolph has always had is a good throwing arm. Um and the ability and the ability to be accurate. Um and that's what he did. He was accurate and he had the and he threw the ball. He didn't do. I mean, nothing special, nothing amazing. He he didn't. It, you know, he threw. He actually threw the ball like a competent NFL quarterback. That's all he did last week. Right. Was throw the ball like a competent NFL quarterback, and that's the that and that be my issue. If we just had somebody to be competent, we can play. We can play ball. Yeah. yeah. But um, you know, Kenny Pickett ain't there yet. Um, and 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 that just is what it is, man. So. And 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 to add injury, uh, Cincinnati gives up yards. That's mm-hmm. it's no secret that they give up yards. That's what they do. They've they done give, that all year. Yeah, they give up yards. Yeah. So so that you got to yeah. also add that to the equation. But yeah, the bottom line is that Mason Rudolph had the ability to play a competent quarterback. If anybody can play a competent quarterback, um, Pittsburgh is a decent team. But because we had yeah. piss poor quarterback play pretty much all year. Mm-hmm. We've been a Pittsburgh team. Yeah, I, I, hey, I'll get back to Pittsburgh in a second, but I, I, I didn't want to. There's no need to go back there. Why? I mean, one, we already talked about it. Oh, well, I had a question, and uh-huh. you, you just kind of made me forget now. But good, good, whatever, good, whatever. Um, Dallas and Miami. Did you happen to catch any of that? Um, I saw enough of it to realize that that game wasn't necessarily Dak's fault. Um, why you handed it off to a fullback? That that play call was a little cute. Um, was that the first drive, right? The first drive, yeah. That was yeah. a little. That was a little too yeah. cute for my blood. Mm-hmm. Um, and and more importantly, that should have been Dallas should have probably won that game from what I saw. Now, in my in my defense, um, I was dozing in and out of that game. I was having a rough day. Um, mm-hmm. but from what I saw, Dallas probably should have won that game. Um, but they didn't. You know, yeah, because the, the narrative on those two teams was neither one of them beat a solid beat team. Now, now Dallas, but Dallas had beat did. Philly. They beat and that Philly. kind of they beat Philly. Yeah, right. They they beat Philly, so they were the ones kind of coming in with the quality win. And Miami was the team that didn't have that quality win. Right. Um, so now everybody could be quiet. Both of them have quality. Wins. Both they got quality wins now for both teams. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I I watched a little bit of that game. Uh, like I said, you know, I we was on vacation, so um, you know, didn't have a lot of time to watch much football. But 
um, that game was on in the lobby at the bar. So I was able to, you know, partake in watching a little bit of that. Looked like a very good game, though, like down yeah, to the end, game. you know, down to the end, whatever. Um, you know, solid game. Dallas played better than they did against Buffalo. Um, but now Dallas, now they got to go beat Detroit. Um, on Saturday, and then they close against uh, uh, Washington, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, but I, I think in my eyes, I think Dallas is going to be on the road for the playoffs. But they're playing the four seed, like whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're playing Tampa. Well, they're playing uh, Tampa. I was gonna say, unless because I I don't know, man. I I, I don't I I, th- I feel like this year is different. If it's if it's Tampa at that four seed. I, I, I feel like this is different. Like, I feel like this Tampa team this year is going to give Dallas some problems. Not saying they're going to win, but I feel like it's not going to be the massacre it was last year. Well, what we, what we all knew that that Tampa team had injuries. The quarterback right. was old and, you know, they, they weren't going to do much. But I think this Tampa team feels different this year than it did last year. Yeah, but they're going to win. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, I'll, I'll certainly pick them if if that is the matchup. I'll definitely pick them. Um, Tampa's been hot over the last several mm-hmm. weeks, so yeah. Um, you know, got to credit them for doing that. Um, so getting back to you're gonna be pissed off, but I remember my question about Pittsburgh, Seattle. Y'all got mm-hmm. Seattle next week, right? Yeah. How you, how you feel? How you feeling about that? Uh, we're gonna go to. We haven't won a game in Seattle in like since like the eighties or something like that. I think I read. Uh, oh, I know but, that. <laughs> yeah, but hey, look, man. Uh, Mason Rudolph stand looks like he's gonna play. It looks like he's gonna get the start. Can he pick it mm-hmm. that all the way right? Mm-hmm. Um, and because this would have been the week he would have came in, right? I mean, he. I, I, from what I understand, he can play if he needed to yeah. have to play. Right. Um, but it, but why, why, you know, if you're not a one, if you're not a hundred, I agree. And Mason Rudolph is, is playing the way he's playing. Let him play, let him play the season out. Yep. Um, and look, uh, and, and so if he's as competent as he was against, uh, Cincinnati, I'd like to think mm-hmm. that we should be able to win that game. Uh, we should be able to win that game. And, mm-hmm. uh, that's what I intend on happening. So give me Pittsburgh 24, Seattle 20. Yeah, Seattle got a um, comeback win last week, um, so they're now the seventh seed. I think uh, they have they've had a couple good weeks. Um, thought they was gonna fall off the map there, but they they got the win against Tennessee, so they're eight and seven. They're the what are they seventh seed in the so. NFC? Seventh seed so. behind uh, the Rams. So yeah, so you know they they got themselves up off the mat. So uh, um, I will say a uh, playoff game for both teams in this matchup at this point. Feel like the loser's out. Feel like the winner has got one life left next week. So, um, you know, it's, it's definitely one of those games to watch. I think you're going to get the best out of both teams there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess with the other games this week, um, Saints at Buccaneers. Do Bucks. we even believe in the Saints anymore? Like, <laughs> yeah, I've been giving up on the Saints. You know, it's, it's wild. Um and then you got uh, the Chiefs hosting Cincinnati. Um, Chiefs pull that out. They they pull that out. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm 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 with you there. Um, what about Dallas um, hosting the Lions? They at home. I give me Dallas. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I got you too. Hey, c- congrats to the Lions, though. Um, NFC North champs. Yeah, it's like first one in thirty years. I think yeah. they said. Congrats so, to them. Yeah, for sure. Congrats to them and stuff. So, um, what's what's the other games? I'm 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 actually guessing these games. Oh, I didn't know that. Out. I would have pulled it up if I knew. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 actually guessing these games as I'm trying to you know pull the schedule up here. Um, and 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 honestly. Some of these games have no meaning whatsoever. Uh, uh, I'm on 16. Hold on. But um, but yeah, I got the I got the Cleveland game on. Um, they they're, they're going to blow the Jets out. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it's 20 to seven right now. So. Uh-huh. So I, uh, I, I got <laughs> Dolphins versus the Ravens. Um. Yep. Um. Yep. Go ahead, be petty. Yeah, I'm going to put the Dolphins because that's just what I feel like doing. Tyreek blows that game open. Uh, Patriots versus the Bills. I got the Bills. Uh, Falcons versus the Bears. Give me the Bears. I feel like this is the type of game the Falcons are going to win, I feel like. All right. Uh, Titans versus the Texans. I think I'm going to take the Titans in this one without C.J. Stroud. Yeah, well, you don't, and we still don't know what status, right? Yeah, we still don't know what status. Um, Raiders versus the Colts. I think I'm going to take the Raiders because I need the Colts to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you want the playoffs, bro. Yeah, Why are you like you don't want the playoffs? Man? I didn't say I didn't want the playoffs. I said we don't deserve to be there. You said you don't care. You said you didn't. You said you and didn't I care. said we don't. I don't care <laughs> because we don't deserve to be there. Either. That don't mean I don't want to be there. Come on, bro. Uh, Jacksonville versus the Panthers in the battle of 95 expansion teams. Give me the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, I'll take Jacksonville. Why not? Uh, Rams versus the Giants. Give me the Rams. Uh-huh. Uh, Cardinals versus the Eagles. Give me the Eagles. Philly, Philly. Uh, Saints. We did Saints and Buccaneers. 49ers. Yeah, I got 49ers and Commanders. Give me the 49ers. Big. Uh, uh, Chargers and Broncos. Give me the Broncos, even with Jared Stidham starting. Uh, oh, go ahead, my mm-hmm. I'm gonna take the Chargers. Okay, who's I think, their quarterback? I think, who's what? Who's the Chargers quarterback? I feel like I asked this before. Uh, Easton Stick. Pause. E- Easton Stick. No homo. East, okay. Easton Stick. Something. Yeah. Pause. Um. No. You know what? Um, you you said you said Denver. You said you like Denver in that yeah, one. Yeah. Um. So here's what I think is gonna happen. Um. In light of Russ getting benched, I think the team's gonna send a message to the coach, the same way the Chargers sent a message to Staley a few weeks ago, and not show up. Mm. I think the I think the Chargers win. Okay. Uh, Bengals versus the Chiefs. Uh, I think we picked the Chiefs in that one. Yeah, I like the Chiefs. And I, I like the Chiefs in this uh, one. Sunday night, the Packers versus the Vikings in a kind of meaningless game at this stage. Yeah, I mean, I know both teams are still in it, but uh, yeah, I'll take are the they Packers. really in it? <laughs> yeah, I'll take the Packers in a meaningless game for me. Um, so I heard Jaron Hall. Um, I guess the second Starter. year kid is going to get the start with the Vikings. Yeah. Um, this week, so um, you know what? I'll you went Packers. I'll I'll go Vikings at home. Okay. Go Vikings at home. What the hell? Um, but the, the I mean the biggest game on the schedule is Dolphins Ravens. 
that that's the biggest game on the schedule. I think the second biggest game is Detroit and Dallas because that mm-hmm. could, that could be for a top, you know, that could be for a two seed, three seed. Dallas is playing for the NFC East, so um, so yeah, I, I'll be tuned into that one. That's a Saturday game. Okay, that, that Dallas game. I think. Dallas game. Okay. Yep. 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 Um, a quick uh quick shout out to um Mike Patton uh turning the AFC South in the yes, chat. Quick shout out to him. Um, also uh, shout out to Karita Parks for coming through. Um, shout out to the fans. Shout out to everybody listening and tuning in. And more importantly, because this is the last show for 2023, man. Um, special special shout out to all of our guests for this past you know 2023 year. Um, y'all have been great. Um, just want to let y'all know y'all definitely, you know, y'all definitely held it down for us on this platform. Um, we, we look forward to having some of y'all come back next year. Um, looking forward to some of that talk and, you know, good stuff right there. So shout out to the guests that we've had on, you know, for 2023, man, they've been amazing this year. For sure. Um, quick note, um, make sure y'all tune in, you know, we got this YouTube channel. Make sure y'all click subscribe um, on the channel. Also, the Facebook page. Click the like button. Um, follow us on Twitter at Barbershop SPOR2. Also, follow us on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We do have the Twitch channel as well. We also got the email address if you want to send us questions or comments or whatever. It's Barbershop Sports Talk 1 at gmail.com. Write us a review on any of these streaming platforms. If you're listening audio to the podcast, Google, auto, uh, I'm about to say Autofy, Spotify, Apple, any of those, iHeartRadio, leave a leave a reply, leave a, a review. Let us know what you think about the show. It goes a long way, man. Um, bro, any plans for New Year's Eve, bro? I don't know. Last thing on my mind right now. <laughs> Damn, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you asking my mind. You are sleepy. You were definitely sleepy, bro. Um, look, man. Um, happy new year to everybody. You know, For y'all, sure. y'all, y'all entering 2024 safely. And whatever goals y'all got, man, y'all make sure y'all stick to it for 2024. Love, peace, and happiness to everybody. And as always, folks, for the last time in 2023, mind your damn business. Drink some water. <laughs> <laughs>